Saving Tiny Tim is a bit much, though. I mean, he's got to learn to save himself at some point. Just like, you know? It's the 413. Let's tell everybody. Listen to our show. It's a Tuesday night. You've got nowhere else to go. And we're on with it. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of the 413 Podcast. I'm joined by a couple of ho-ho-hos, and that's the PCB boys. Hello, everyone. Yo-ho-ho! Wait, that's a pirate. Never mind. Christmas sucks. <laughs> yeah, this... You suck! Rum, so it's fine. We're good. <laughs> With our eggnog, yes! Eggnog Yeah, sucks. It's too thick and heavy. You're too thick and heavy. That's very true. <laughs> this podcast out on a positive note. There you go. Indeed. Uh, well, tonight uh, we're trying to get in the spirit. And Some of us are. It's going to be hard. Yeah, it's going to be hard to get Andy. He's a little bit of a curmudgeon tonight. Although he does have his grandpa sweater on. So pop a couple wor- Werther's out of there and try to get in a better mood. Uh, tonight we're talking Christmas, um, specifically kind of um, some of our traditions and um, even more specifically, we're talking about music. So we're going to pick our kind of top three Christmas songs. Um, and then we're going to do the same for Christmas movies. Um, hopefully this will give everyone some uh, good things to add to a playlist. Um, so you can add them to your own traditions. Um, and some of these are probably pretty obvious and everyone's going to love them. But it's never a PCB boys list unless we have a little bit of controversy and a couple weird picks. So uh, excited to hear see what we got. All right. So um, we're going to start with music first and we'll just kind of count down from like number three to number one. Um, kind of, yeah, just either favorite songs, classic songs about Christmas, around Christmas. Don't say Die Hard's a Christmas song. It's not. Wait, Christmas movie, not song. Though. Yeah, song. Yeah. There's some Christmas songs that die hard. I wouldn't try to make that's that true. argument. That's yeah. Uh... All right, jo- joke lost. Joke lost. <laughs> um, okay, why don't we start with the Grinch himself, Andy? What was your number three favorite Christmas song? This was a really tough one. Um, I went to the '80s, uh, the late '80s, 1989. The Ramones, "Merry Christmas." I don't want to fight tonight. Yes, great song. Very good song. <laughs> nice. Somehow I thought he was going with a wham on yeah, that me one. Me too. Good. I was like, oh my God, at number three, are you kidding me? Yeah, that's a great song. You can't though. start with that. Oh man. It gets yeah. me all, all jolly and wanted to get into a mosh pit. Yeah, it makes me want to mosh, but not jolly. I mean, because he's talking about how he doesn't want to fight because it's yeah. Christmas. So. It's one fight. It's like my every Christmas, well, Andy, my, every, my every Christmas, Andy, I'm like, Merry Christmas. I, I don't want to fight tonight. Yeah. This is about all your relatives that yeah. come over that want to tell you, uh, Things. they want to share their political beliefs. Yes. <laughs> you just want to talk to me. I'm like, yep. leave me alone. <laughs> That's every time anybody comes over though, right? <laughs> it's 
The You're holiday. like, uh, Aunt Janice complaining to me about public policy is like complaint. It's like telling a department store Santa what you want for Christmas. Yeah, nothing's going to change. <laughs> <laughs> or an uncle who's mad that you invited someone over who had nowhere to go. And then he's like, what if he has AIDS? You're like, oh, what if he does have AIDS? Does it matter? Does it affect the Christmas dinner? Was the um, trying to I wouldn't think so. Her? Exactly. Try to do something nice and family always takes you down. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I don't want to fight tonight. <laughs> By the Ramones, 1989. Nice. <laughs> All right, moving on over to Bill for number three. Ooh, okay, my number three. Um, no, Andy's going to know this. Hopefully this was before he lost all of his Christmas spirit. Um, everybody knows joy to the world, but I'm going with the Vandals. Oi to the world. <laughs> I have the Vandals we, on my list. Not this song, though. Oh, I, I was hoping for that. I can't wait to hear that one. Um, but this is this is one of my favorite songs. It's a nice little oi song, and it, it's, it's, a, it's a redemption story, and it's... Um, you know, uh, probably definitely one of my favorite punk rock Christmas songs ever, if not my favorite punk rock Christmas song. It we'll, we'll see when we get to number one. one. Yeah, it, it's it's so fun. It's got a nice little beat to it. Um, the I, I know no doubt covered it. I don't actually remember hearing that one, but there's a, a couple other ska versions of it too. I, I think when it's a ska version, it sounds a little bit better, but. You got to go with the OG, the Vandals, Oi to the World. Uh, that 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 will nice. they'll put some, uh, yeah, they'll put a little pep in your step, a little joy to the season. Like it. So starting out with two punk songs. All right, Jared, what do you got? Right, <laughs> You're like, oh shit, I shouldn't have picked Trans Siberian uh, Orchestra. Uh, <laughs> the 1957 Bobby Helms Jingle Bell Rock. Yes. Classic. Love it. The first, second, that one little slide. It's always pretty iconic. And I haven't heard it a million times out in the world because I haven't been out in the world at all. So it's different when you're not bombarded with it constantly for a month beforehand. Uh, That is a classic. Have you seen the video of, uh, what is it? It's like um, this girl who's going to do the song for like some video, but it's like the, um, it's the version. It's like the dirty version of it. And she doesn't realize it. And she has to like, stop it really quick. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, lick em my stroke em my suck em my, and you can just kind of guess what he says. <laughs> <laughs> heard this and she like, she like panics and has to stop it. It's pretty funny. That's pretty great. Um, all right. I'm going to give you, <laughs> I'm going to give you all, uh, my number three, um, and I actually don't know what year this came out, but it's a little bit of a sort of a counter to a traditional Christmas song. Mm. Uh, it's a little bit more about, uh, I guess, not wanting to see somebody for Christmas. Um, and that is Fall Out Boy's You'll Shoot Your Eye Out. Nice. Uh, very good song, old old school Fall Out Boy. Um, a little on the emo side, you know they never wrote a lyric that was nice, so yeah. <laughs> um, can kind of only imagine. But yeah, um, yeah, I think the tagline is um, "You're the last thing I want to see underneath the tree." Merry Christmas, I could care less. Nice. 
Um, yeah, just has a cool vibe to it. So uh, I dig that one. Um, yeah. Why don't we swing it back over to number two, but we're going to go in a little bit different order. Why don't we go uh, Bill first and then we'll go Bill, Jared, me, Andy, and then this way we're not no one's last each time okay i'm going to the 80s now and i'm getting a super group together and andy's gonna freaking kill me i'm going with damn yankees uh band-aid uh <laughs> do they know it's christmas time oh jesus <laughs> <laughs> written by bob Gidolf and midge Er from ultravox there's some great artists in here like cindy lopper Phil Collins, oh. Bono, a certain man named Sting. <laughs> oh, I, I was one defending song. Sting last time. I know you were. I was the one shit all over Sting. But there is one. There is. A, there's definitely one time and one season that gave me some Sting along with Cindy Lauper, all all my '80s favorites teaming up, letting people know. It's Christmas time. You're trying to save so, the world it, with song and not yeah, doing are. a damn thing other than well, getting nothing accomplished. <laughs> They're putting it's, out a banger. That song was so good. <laughs> We're like, a, like a normal Christmas, all fluff, no filler. Oh, that we are the world of Christmas right. songs, <laughs> but with bells. Our, <laughs> Every, well, every good Christmas song has bells. That's right. Everyone knows that. And this is a great Christmas song. <laughs> this is the flubber of Christmas songs. Flubber oh, was actually good. That's you're going to die on that. Oh. Right. I will <laughs> die on that. Yo, you put Phil Collins in anything, it's going to be good. Dumpster. <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> Are you saying if I eat well, don't Phil put Collins, him in, it's like going to be good? Grouch. Got it. Don't don't put him in a lake next to someone drowning. <laughs> hey, That's for sure. oh. too soon. It was too soon. Do they know it's um, Christmas? All right. Why don't we? <laughs> do we know it's Jared's turn for number two? I'm gonna be going with 2009's uh, "Have a Meaty Little Christmas," the Aqua Teen Christmas album. Cool. Oh, I forgot about that one. Remember yeah. That one? That's a good pull. It's a good one. <laughs> I was trying to wreck. I don't know brain. if I've ever heard that one. It's uh, just Meatwad singing pretty much all the Christmas songs yeah. as Meatwad. <laughs> it's amazing. That yeah. that show had such amazing music, though. I mean, MC mm-hmm. Chris on there a lot. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I want candy, bubblegum, and taffy. Skip into the sweet shop with my sweetheart Sandy or Sally. I'm like, oh god, so good. Um, all right, I'm gonna give you a uh, number two round here. Um, I'm going to one of the greatest Christmas albums of all time, which is a Christmas gift for you from Phil Spector. This is 1963's uh, Christmas. I believe it's called Christmas. Um, Please Come Home oh. or Baby Please Come Home yeah. by Darlene Love. Um, man, like obviously Phil Spector is well known for sort of his sound as a producer, kind of the the way he crafted music. But like there's such power um, in 
darling love's voice when she sings a song and it's like so iconic and i don't know that she had a big name like you know diana ross or any of the other folks in in those groups but um the the track she did on this record are fucking phenomenal unbelievable um and this this song is everywhere it's on like every christmas album it's in movies it's in like it it but i i would bet you if you played it for the average person they're not going to say oh yeah that's mariah carey is all i want for christmas you know it's just yeah it's not doesn't have that recognition but it's been around since yeah 1963 and uh, it just you know so i want to call it out that uh it's a great more There's a of a of unknown music there are really a lot of christmas music much. it's one of the few things that's like just gonna well, be bad andy <laughs> too much there's there's so much Christmas music that we're gonna ask for Andy's number two choice right now. My number two, I'm so excited, which is is hard because it was kind of you know close to number one, and it was hard to choose between the two of them. Um, but it because is, they're so great, they're so amazing. But it is another, yes. it's a '90s classic, 1996 by the Vandals, "Christmas Time for My Penis." <laughs> <laughs> Dude, how many times have we heard this song together? God, I mean, it, it was on so many mixtapes, and it's such a good, so good many mixtapes because I, I have never seen Andy happier than when this song hits, <laughs> and he hits the falsetto notes of the song like I, I literally. I'm like, this is this is a this is one of my best friends. <laughs> At the happiest, this is the zenith of his happiness. I don't know why he turns into a Scrooge most of the time, but when he put this song on, this dude—it's like the end of a Christmas Carol. Like he's like saving Tiny Tim. He's talking about his penis. It's—it's it's an incredible, uh, incredible song. I'm so happy it's on this list. Saving Tiny Tim is a bit much, though. I mean, he's got to learn to save himself at some My point. It's like. You know, I mean, they're, Andy, they're the cooking metal Bob Jackson. Your broken Frickin', bones and get back you to know, work. Yeah, exactly. Right. Andy, Eat that yeah, roast, you. you know. Eat some of the stew out of the clothes. I mean, come on. You're boiling his clothes over there. It was there. a goose. Whatever. I mean, why are you eating a goose? Get some veg. I mean, come on. There's root vegetables coming out that In time In the middle here. of the winter? In London? <laughs> you could have had tree. See? Exactly. There's, there's, no, there's no trees in London at that time. <laughs> I find it a strange coincidence that uh, we're talking about Andy's penis and his the name he calls it Tiny Tim, so it's actually kind of perfect. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, and it does it does need a crush to stand up straight. I, I don't know if that's an age oh. thing. Or... I was gonna say one day my kids are gonna find all these mixed CDs, and then when they find a oh, CD man. player, Christmas time for my penis is gonna be on several, and they're gonna be, who was my father? <laughs> <laughs> and who was this weird friend? It's right. Who was this weird friend? Because several of these songs are on there, and I'm gonna have some other ones that are you know runners up to, and they're gonna be like, "What the frick?" <laughs> All right. Well, that concludes the second round. I think what we should do now is do our runner up round, starting with Jared, and then we'll round off with uh, number so one. This way, we all get a, a pick. You know, runner up. No, oh. I can give him one of yeah, mine. I, I we're doing three and three, and I just did the three and three. Well, I did more okay. movies, but only did the three Christmas songs. Okay, then uh, we'll just go to number one. Then we can just talk about yeah, um, yeah, the, any runners up that people had after. 
So, uh, Jared, why don't you start with your number one? Uh, a Christmas story. Mm. Or wait, no, we're doing songs still. That's funny. Charlie Brown Christmas. <laughs> That's the one. That, that is a go good for. one. That's a great one. That one album. Uh, what Vince? Was it Vince? Oh, Vince G. We'll call him. Yeah. Yes, Vinny G. His, uh, his trio. Like alkaline trio. That was a good one. That almost worse. made my list. Quiet little jazz one. Yeah, it yeah. was nice. Atmospheric. It's nice. The only thing I don't like is I don't like the singing in those songs. Like when it's just instrumental, it's good, but there's a couple where the kids sing and it like ruins yeah. it. It reminds oh, yeah. me of Andy. I love it. Kids singing it. suck. I mean, especially on Christmas songs. <laughs> kids bop. I don't know how that I see commercials for that sometimes. Well, I want to just shoot myself not, in the head. It's not freaking kids bop, bro. I mean, it kind of is. For? Kids bop. Kids bop. <laughs> what are you fucking kids bop? <laughs> Give me a quarter. Those I want to get you kids bop. <laughs> Cut your nails, son. Uh. <laughs> By the way, I always thought it, I had this idea back in the 2000s, early 2000s, that I thought a great thing to do for um, a, an album would be that, like, let's say Dead Rats as a band yep. would would do a kids' bop version of one of their own songs. <laughs> <laughs> so you pick a song and you kids' bop it up. Um, Andy, can we borrow your kids for <laughs> for a recording <laughs> session? Yeah, you could take them for a couple days. That'd be fine. <laughs> Fast kids, rise up! <laughs> Love it. Um. All right. Uh, my number one. Yeah. Um. Is by one of my all-time favorite artists. Uh, we're going back to the '90s, early '90s. That is, uh, a lot of rock bands, a lot of artists come out with Christmas songs. They're kind of lame-o. This one is, it's not overdone. It's right in the right spirit. It's got some bells in there. It's got mm. a good, good vibe to got it. That bells, and that's Tom Petty's "Christmas yes! All Over Again." Oh, oh wicked good pick. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I thought you were gonna go with an air supply Christmas. I, I love that. I do love air supply. I love the end of it when he's like going through his uh, Christmas list. Like, just so good. So Tom Petty. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. He kills it. Yeah, the song but is a he, wa- he wanted a Rickenbacker, two Fender Basements, Chuck Berry songbook, and a xylophone. Yeah. As we yeah, all do. And he didn't get any of that. So. How, how do you know that? I, that's, that's the sad story Ever? about it. He got nothing. You never get any of it? Never got anything. I thought I heard a cell phone on. Why don't you get, get the fuck out of here and listen to Kids Bop? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it was wicked good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are moving over to Andy, yep. right? So this is back in the 90s again. This is the 90s Boston band, right? That, you know, came up on a lot of mixtapes too. It's by the <laughs> Showcase Showdown. Merry Christmas, I Fucked Your Snowman. Yes. And you know what? Merry Christmas. Oh, I did one. him well. <laughs> <laughs> Boston Mass represent Hell the yeah. showcase showdown. Uh, oh, what a, a great yeah. song. Th- that seven inch was amazing because it also had uh, Ho 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 Chi Minh on it too. Like, yeah, that both was of a those hard songs. One. Yeah, like, they're, ah. they're, 
they're, they're great songs. Yeah, but Merry Christmas, I Fucked Your So, man, is probably the quintessential punk rock Christmas song. And, I mean, the Showcase I, Showdown is such a great band. Oh, for sure, for sure. I uh, ab- absolutely love them. But th- that it besides Fuck You Norway... I, it's got to be my favorite showcase showdown song. Like I don't, well, it might be my favorite showcase showdown song. I will listen to the song like in the middle of April. It's incredible. The lyrics are phenomenal. Uh, I am so so happy you picked this because this is another song in your 1989 stanza that we would smoke cigarettes and sing along <laughs> to. <laughs> I mean, all my list and my runner up, most of them are on like scattered across mixed CDs you made for me back in the day. <laughs> I'm an influencer. <laughs> That's how we got stuff back in that day. That it's was true. It. There was no alternative. You sure did. Go buy it all. Just uh, download it on Napster and then record it on a VHS tape, yeah. or sorry, a uh, cassette tape over <laughs> over a computer speaker. <laughs> Play it on your boombox. That's the way we did it. <laughs> Put it on the boombox. <laughs> Um, all right, awesome. And then uh, I guess, Bill, you get to round it out with the last pick, your number one. I can't believe this hasn't been picked. Um, I'm going back to the 80s, and it's not Wham. I'm going with <clears throat> the Pogues and Christy McCall fairy tale of New York. This is this is the most like it starts out such a happy song. Well, it starts off a sad song, then it gets happy. And then it gets downright miserable. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, so apparently it was a, it was a bet uh, between uh, the lead singer of uh, the Pogues and Frank Zappa that they couldn't write a Christmas hit. And uh, in 1987, it hit number two on the Billboard Top 100 um, with Fairy Tale of New York. There's some there's some language in it that's a little uh, I, I don't know about 2021 but um, but what a, what a beautiful song and just like musically and just it's so different from your usual pop uh, traditional pop Christmas songs I absolutely love this anytime I hear it I just gotta sit and listen to it and ah, love this song. Yeah, nice. Uh, pretty solid list. Quick, uh, real quick round of runners up. Yes. Or anyone yeah. have other songs that were like really hard to not put on your list? I got two if I can. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, go ahead. MXPX, The Great Snowball Fight of 2006. <laughs> I, every nice. time, that is such a happy, awesome song. And uh, Newfound Glory, December's Here is. Nice. Just, yeah. I think they released it last year, and it's already one of my favorites. It's going to be a holiday tradition. Uh, listening to that, drinking some eggnog, having a wicked good time. Nog, <laughs> gotta nice. have the nog. <laughs> gotta have a nog. Andy, so I have two as well. I have 1980s um, going down to the 80s again. The damned, there ain't no Santa Claus. Nice. And then I got a 2003 because I got to have metal on there somewhere. The darkness, Christmas time, don't let the bells end. <laughs> the most metal kid I know. I thought you were going to say Ball with the Ball Christmas edition. Corn uh, had some Christmas songs. I almost put them on my list just to be a jerk, but I hate corn. 
<laughs> a little too corny it. for you. A little too corny. <laughs> Can't take it. Nice. What about you, uh, Jared, Eric? You said you had none. Yeah, nothing. Okay. Jumped out at me. Um, I have one that's uh again not really a Christmas song, but I think about every time I hear the word Christmas, probably, or anytime I think about Christmas music. Um, this is a song that is more about um people believing that there is a conspiracy yeah. that the Jews are secretly plotting world domination during Christmas and that's the time that they have to do it. And that is by the great uh, the great and amazing uh, Adam and his package. This is 1999's What We Do on Christmas. It's amazing. Every single Christmas Eve for at least a decade, I would put that song on repeat and wrap <laughs> presents and just yep. have the time of my life. It is one of the greatest songs ever written man, it's on several mix cds listener. you've made me to a lot a hundred percent like this is this is a a, a trip down uh mem- up to north pole but down memory lane yep Ew. and uh at the very end that great line where he says my name is adam i'm a jewish boy <laughs> <laughs> i'm very neurotic that people are gonna get mad at me i like jews i like christian people uh, it's not that funny <laughs> or something. It's like, it's, pre- it's pretty good. It's great. But, yeah. uh, long live Adam and his package. Uh, Cheers to that. Great, great song. Absolutely. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. Really solid list. Um, love it. Yeah. You guys cru- everybody crushed it. Kind of dominating the punk rock scheme there, <laughs> I guess, but that's, why it's a PCB boys list. That's right. And I didn't mention any Wonder Years songs. So I, that's true. You wanted to. I did. I did. But, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to get on that good list and uh, hope Santa's coming. Ian already got a nasty letter from Santa to try to curb oh. his behavior. And Santa's been. He checked that write, list twice. He can write down. Yeah, he can write down a real, real rough letter. Tell you that right now. It hasn't changed yeah, yet. We're going to Uncle much. Eddie over here. No. Like, don't change your ways. Santa will bring you nothing. Vinny's going to get three ghosts, isn't he? I wish. I swear to God. I would love nothing more than have three ghosts come. One of them be like, this I can already see Ghosts of Christmas Future over yeah, here. Ghosts of Christmas Future. Where are we? This is your dad's grave. This says 2022. That's right, because he had a heart attack. And he was too stubborn to go to the hospital just to teach you a lesson. You need a universal health care system. That's true. He didn't have good health insurance, and he was not about to pay a premium because he's cheap. 100%. Well, speaking of heart attacks and cheapness, um, we're going to move on to the movies. Nice. <laughs> Bad transition, but I had to try. All right, so kind of same format, but after we do the number twos, we should do a quick round of runner-up. Is that cool, yeah, everybody? Absolutely. Everyone has a runner-up. Sounds good. And then uh, and then do the number one. So um, I guess we're back with uh, Andy starting with your number three choice. And now... Uh, just for the audience out there, we may have some crossover, so we're going to have to just jump in if we have crossover, because there's not that many Christmas movies that are awesome. 
Whoa. Um, so we probably. <laughs> I don't know about that. Wick. We we all do have very different tastes. I'm sure that uh, Jared and Bill probably pick the same movies. <laughs> probably 100. <laughs> <But>. percent <laughs> There's probably a few. I'm sure. Yeah. Jared's like Young Frankenstein because yeah. I put it on every list that we it's, used to do. <laughs> it's uh, it's Mel Brooks. That. Clearly Christmas I just classic. Life of Brian. <laughs> Andy's going to pick Con Air. <laughs> Whoa. All right, listen. This is a Nicolas Cage Christmas movie that I'm picking it's from 1977. Now, it's my number three because I've been told by a ton of people in my family that I was obsessed with this Christmas movie. I own it on DVD because my mom bought it. I still haven't watched it, but I'm going to put it on the list because everyone tells me every Christmas about how obsessed this I was with this movie as a kid, and it's called Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Wow. I don't remember it, and I'm going to watch it one of these days, but I see the cover, and I'm like, it looks like something I would enjoy. Mm. (laughs) I mean, there's otters. Otters It's a jug band, so I mean, it really was the best of both worlds for this list. It was almost number one, but I'm like, I can't put it at number one or number two because I don't remember it. Oh, it's a Jim Henson. Yeah, Jim Henson. It's oh. like uh, kind of like they look like Fraggly. Yeah. yeah, that's see, that's what I'm. I think I remember something with them, but I think I thought it was with um, the uh, the Muppets Christmas movie. Um, when the they Muppets go to, do uh, have a Christmas movie from 1992, uh, The Muppets Christmas Carol. Yeah, that's the one I was going to do. That one, Christmas. Carol. Uh, that will that will come up later. That but this up. was their their just their Christmas movie that also had the Fraggles. And uh, also had Sesame Street on it, but there was a Otter Jug Band on there, and that's the only time I remember seeing that. But it was yeah, definitely, definitely was uh, a Henson uh, production. I n- I have never seen that movie from nineteen seventy seven. R.I.P. Yeah. All right. Well, Andy's got it on DVD, so yeah. Um, if anyone gets it as a regift this year, you'll know why. <laughs> I think we should just watch it. I think we should watch it and review it for one of the podcasts. And next okay. year. Next year. 2022. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on over to Bill. Number three choice for movies. My number three choice is going to be Elf. Oh, God. Ooh. Yeah, I, oh, I absolutely love it. Wow, really? Oh, it's it's so fun. Caitlin loves that movie. I just want to shoot myself in the head every I, time. It's Will probably Ferrell it's comes my on. favorite Will Ferrell movie oh, by far. No. Stranger Than Fiction. That is, okay, you basically just threw down the gauntlet of Flubber as the best Robin Williams movie. Okay, you guys made me choose. I said it's like gotta be my favorite. It's up there. No, no, I think he's saying that because I said that Elf was the best uh, Will Ferrell movie. Yeah, I'm saying it's it's kind of like Sacrilege. Oh, name me a better movie. Um, Stranger Than Fiction. By Will, Brothers. With Will Ferrell? Yeah. Old school? Eh, Frank the Tank was pretty good. Buddy the Elf is better, um, though. You know it's a bad movie when Will Ferrell turned down a sequel. Okay. <laughs> I, I think it's got yeah. James Conn in it. I mean he's phoning it in, but well, it's got James Conn in it. One, Andy, it wouldn't have been the same thing, I'm sure. He yeah. doesn't have can do one. Well it's a it's a John Favreau, right? Yeah. I mean Zoe Deschanel. Yeah. It it was a great movie. I okay, all right. The third 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 act was 
kind of just thrown together, but the rest of the movie was really good. I mean, you guys gave me a lot of shit about, um, you know, the movies I like and the the actors that I like. And I was just saying, Pauly Shore movies are not thrown together in the third act. Okay, this is solid. Andy, we should give you shit about your movie (laughs) selection. It's terrible. Yeah, come on, dude. Does does Pauly Shore have a a Christmas movie? Because he'd probably rock it, dude. The Wii's Okay, one, he probably would rock it. Pauly Shore Saves Christmas would be phenomenal. And I would watch it a million times. No. You might not. Um, I'm gonna say I don't. I don't think Elf is a bad movie, but Thank honestly, you. like, I, to me, like, I, I cannot stand Zoe Deschanel, and what? I think she's yeah, terrible in that film. You're insane. I, I can't get behind her yeah. in anything. Everybody phones it in, but Will Ferrell. Like, let's be honest. No one wanted to be I, there, and it shows. I disagree. I disagree. Yeah, I, they had a little bit I of claymation in there. Damn, yep, Bob Newman. Wait, in a narwhal. Yeah, in a narwhal, dude. Come Newhart. on now, Bob Newhart. Thank Newhart. you, <laughs> Bob Newhart. I was gonna say Bob I, I, Newman. I, I, Bob I, I, I called him. Yeah, I don't know who Bob Newman is. <laughs> I, I no, it's become it's become quietly, you know, a, a top contender for for all time Christmas movies for um, sure. I think it, it kind of meets in the middle. It's it's family friendly enough, but it also has Will Ferrell, so he has a lot of people's funny it bones. Does. So yeah. Liven up some. Yeah, I mean, we can we can move on because we're not going to agree how terrible this movie is. I mean, or how great this movie is. But the diaper fire of fucking Zoe Deschanel is where I. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jared, give us number three. It better not be anything Zoe Deschanel, (laughs) or it should be. It's all Zoe Deschanel. I'm gonna go with. Uh, 1992's A Muppet Christmas Carol. That's my number one. That's uh, it's my on my shirt list right here. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I got, nice. I got uh, the neck deep Christmas Carol, but yeah, got it. Yeah, it definitely. I watched it last night. Yeah, it's my favorite. The songs are so good. It's sad. Like it, it, even if I just listen to the soundtrack, but I, I'll, I'll listen. Uh, I've I've seen it once so far. I will definitely watch it another three times before Christmas. Like it's the best Christmas Carol. It is. It's it absolutely the is. The acting. It's the closest down. to Dickens too. Out of any people hate Rizzo. Bad. I didn't realize that was a thing. All right. I, Wait, I mean, hate Rizzo. Rizzo? No. Why? Yeah, he's good. I don't know he's why, better than Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> you know why? Because people want to be dicks. Like at least when I hate yeah. Christmas, I have legit reasons to hate Christmas, and we don't need to get into that. <laughs> no, on a podcast. Yeah. But Christmas is the coldest season, therefore like, the heat has to be. Turned it's like on. people hating the Great British Bake Off because they go, "Oh, the big stuff." Shut the hell. up. Yeah, uh, I, I agree. With, actually, Andy, I agree with you. This I is mean, weird. we are pretty similar. <laughs> that is true. Uh, yeah, but. Except for you and Rizzo, yes, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Andy, that is correct. You and Rizzo are very similar. (laughs) Sorry, dude, I'm a lot like Gonzo. So, (laughs) I mean, exactly. I just like be like, oh, I hate Gonzo. What? Why? Because you gotta hate. I think they nailed it with all the characters in that movie. I think they they put everybody in there. Real. I like that they like cast their own characters to be characters in the movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I think it's just. It, it, it's really brilliantly done. I agree. The music is excellent, except for there's like one song. Yeah, I don't like one the song with with oh, Michael Caine yeah. singing at the end. Yeah, uh, is Grateful the, Heart or whatever. Oh, I don't like that I, song. I, the the one in the middle oh. with uh with his um. I thought they could have found a Muppet to take his place too, though. 
No. Oh, you're out they of your could, mind. I mean, they could have, but it was. I I, th- I think him yelling, like him yelling at Kermit. I mean, biggest heel ever, right? I mean, that's true. Bigger heel than MJF. I I mean, I don't get why he tried to do that whole like, all right, you know, you've been a dick for a very long time. Yep. And then you try to trick Bob Cratchit into thinking that you're going to fire him at his door on Christmas Day. Like, nah, I got you. No, this time I'm just really messing with you. He's like, you should be at the office. Therefore, I'm raising your salary. That's not even a good joke. (laughs) Yeah. Michael Caine. You didn't. He he didn't know any better. Yeah, he, he knows no other his, way. It was his That's first joke in like deliver good news. It's like I can only yell. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, he does it well though. Oh. Oh fuck. I guess it was probably on everyone's list. Muppets so baby. Might be a little bit of scrambling. <laughs> good old Muppets. Um And then but the one the peanut? <laughs> Not related. Um all right, I guess we can kick it over to me for number three. Um, this may be a controversial pick. I'm just going to say it out right now. I think um, I might get people who are like, I'm a purist and you are wrong, Eric. You're a fucking idiot. Um, or we might get some people who are like, listen, every now and then a sequel no. can be better than no. the original. No. Um, I'm going 1992. Nope. Home Alone 2, Lost in New York Bullshit. for my number three. There's no way. I was actually going to- I'm gonna a t- purist. Yeah, there's no and way. you're wrong. Uh, yeah. Home Alone- <laughs> Fuck you. Home Alone was way better than Home Alone 2. There, it's not even up for- de- All right, I want to I hear the debate, actually. I, I want to hear where you're Okay, here's from. the debate. Look at how many extra crazy pigeon ladies are in two. Okay, but you had a- Let sh- me let me debate. The South Bend Shoveler. You had a bit- you had a bigger cast of characters. So I like that first okay. of all. Like in a movie, you bring a bigger cast of characters in. I like that. You had Tim Curry. Donald you Trump. had uh, Rob Schneider. You just had a different cast of characters, a larger cast of characters. So I like that first of all. Plus the gadgets, like the talk boy, um, lots of shit in Home Alone 2 that I felt like as a kid was like a tremendous amount of eye candy. Duncan's toy chest, I thought was amazing. Um, I like that it was not on home turf and he had to get a little more creative with the battle plan. <laughs> um, and uh, I like the sticky bandits more than the wet bandits. I'm just going to say it. Um, I get it. I love Home Alone as well. Um, but something about Home Alone too, it's like my Ninja Turtles too. Again, I like Ninja Turtles 2 better than Ninja Turtles 1. I get that. I think... B- bigger cast of characters. You got Vanilla Ice in there. Toka and um, Razor. Go Ninja. Go Ninja. Yeah. Toka and, yeah, and Razor. I, I just I Kevin like Nash. that piece. Of it. I don't think it. I don't think it detracted from the original whatsoever. The only thing that I don't like is that Kevin in in movie number one is a prick, right? You don't like him. Yeah. Until the end, he get he gets better. He grows on you, but he's kind of a dick. He's like one of Andy's kids. Yeah. So <laughs> or Scrooge. You start there. <laughs> you start there, but then same with Buzz. Like Buzz is kind of an asshole to him. So then all the shit happens. Kevin's alone. They're all so grateful. He's he's alive and didn't burn the house down. But you come to movie number two. What is this? The following year, yeah. and. He's still a dick. He hasn't learned anything. He still doesn't like his family. Yeah. 
And Buzz is still a dick to him. Yeah. And the family still treats him like shit. So like well, the family doesn't really treat him like on. shit. He he is just well, a his dick. Brothers and sisters. But he, he makes himself an outcast. Yeah. Yes. I mean both Seriously. movies are terrible. Like I'm not a fan oh, of your one. Ooh. Ooh, no, no. Okay, first John Hughes, so impossible. Not a fan of so, either one of them, so you're out of your sorry. I I, 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 I get think, it. It doesn't age as well, like when you watch it back. But there, 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 there's some heart in uh, in the first How one. <laughs> heavy did you think it was the first time? Well, the the first twenty minutes of the second movie is just a basic recap of the first movie, and they're doing the same things. Yeah, like like the the, the changes are just minuscule. It's true. They basically just remade. Okay, the so movie if the changes aren't that great, why does it suck so bad? I because it because. You're just re-recorded the same thing, <laughs> and I just yeah. But you put him in New York with some but toys to sell the kids. Not the first twenty minutes in Chicago when it's like I literally have just seen this the year before. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and they forget him again. Like, come on, and they forget him. Again. Yeah, I, yeah. They didn't forget him. He went he, on the he wrong went to the plane. Other way. Well, because his dad ran off. <laughs> Yeah, the parents ran. I just, off I think him. I just like again. Yeah. I like early '90s New York. I think the like the 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 shots crime. in that. Are I great. get the that. I, I do get that. But there's, but I I I like early '90s Chicago, or the suburbs of. You don't get yeah, but you only get the suburb. You only get that one street. You get the John Hughes, and you get like the ice skate rink, yeah. and the church. Yeah. The church. I mean, and, yeah, but and it's him like, in a again, supermarket. And those bandits are out again, and they just happen to be in New York. And it's like, oh, we well, just got well, out they, after they, they, harassing they a small Illinois. child. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I understand Rob Schneider and uh, Tim Curry, but like they, they seem kind of like shoehorned into the story. That, yeah. They don't I, make any sense it, in the story. It, it, it missed for me, but. When I take myself back to 1992, I'm like, hmm, that was a quality movie, and I laughed a lot. And when the sticky bandits get hurt, it's a lot of fun. So I, I see that, but when the yeah. wet bandits, I, I, I liked the, the, the ice and the, the, the home gadgets and the original Home Alone. Yeah, but you also had uh, what is it, angels with even filthier souls? Uh, yeah, but it, <laughs> angels with filthy. You were smooching with my brother. <laughs> yeah, but what about snakes? That's true. There yeah, is no right. snakes. Yeah. In <laughs> I mean, okay, uh, we're gonna agree to disagree on this one. I am hard in camp of Home Alone is better than Home Alone Two, though. I just we'll recently rewatched Home Alone Two, and I'm. Have have Pigeon a, a third option too though, and it's like didn't like either. Okay, Pigeon Lady sucks. I don't. I, I listen, fucker. Stop go, coming at me with Pigeon she's Lady. She's part okay? of the movie though, dude. I'm not going at you with Snow Shovel, dude. He was the only he's part fine. I like. You think he movie, makes actually. Home Alone? He yeah. makes the original Home Alone. He's the only part I liked of Home Alone one. Yeah, he's fine in Home Alone. Put him in his. They're, they're trying to make a new one, and it doesn't work. And the Turtle Dove thing, I never heard of this before. Is that a real thing? I don't know. John Hughes could have made it up. But but the scene where he sees the pigeon lady and says gross, that's pretty funny. 
He, the pigeon lady well, does no, no, get no, one no, laugh. No, no, no. He says sick, and I'm like, wait, does sick. yeah, exactly. And I'm like, wait, does he mean it's rad or is he actually sick? Like, I I, I get confused. When I um, when I say sick, I think it's rad. I'm like, yo, that's sick. Well, you that's you do say that all the time. Yeah, you live in the X Games, Bill. I know that. <laughs> the Winter X Games in this situation. Yeah. <laughs> But all right, I, we're we're no one, we're never gonna agree yeah, on this exactly. point. There's I don't, a divide. Again, right I don't, here. I'm not saying it's a I'm not saying it's a better film. I like it more because it has the same premise, but it adds little bits and pieces of other things that elevate it. For okay, me. that that's total totally fair, and I understand the technology's better and the the, the the hits hit harder, and and you get early '90s New York. That's cool, but I I, I like. John Hughes in Illinois. This is Peter McAllister, the father. <laughs> I want the largest bed. <laughs> Your very own cheese pizza, sir. <laughs> but it, oh, come on. Tell me one of the best you're scenes right, yeah. in right, either of those movies right. is when, when <laughs> Tim Curry swipes the credit card and it says stolen. <laughs> And it it does the fade out screen of the Grinch. Come on. That is an amazing scene. It is incredible. All right. I'll give you that. Totally give you that. (laughs) Okay. Good, good. All right. Sorry. That took a long time. We'll move it back on over. We're starting round number two. Uh, Starts with Bill making his second choice. Ah, shit. (laughs) Well, I'm going to, I'm going to go with uh, National Lampoon's. Christmas vacation. I'm a late bloomer on this. I'm a late bloomer. And, uh, this is, uh, this is before the podcast, right, Eric? This is just when we were, you know, we're a bunch of, we were talking. Yeah. yeah, We we, were zooming. We we kind of did this episode before we did a podcast. We just did it on zoom. We all came and talked about our favorite Christmas. Absolutely. And we, uh, you know, in the middle of the pandemic, um, it was, you know, we didn't have anywhere to go. So I'm going to start watching some more Christmas movies. And this is a gem. I was adamant. I'm like, I'm not going to like this movie. Even though John Hughes is part of this too. Like this is uh, 1989. And he produced this in 1990. He produced Home Alone. Like he produced some bangers he knows it's Christmas movies. He produced Christmas. I think he's actually Santa Claus. I think, I think you're right, dude. Absolutely. <laughs> he's also pretty in pink, so. Yeah. Uh, there, You can't go through a Christmas without quoting probably at least one line from that film. Whether you realize it or not, you're quoting something. For sure. Um, I, you, so many good lines. I, it's raunchy enough, but it's family-oriented enough that I think you can... It just hits absolutely. home. Absolutely. And, and it's... You know, it hits all the awesome tropes, like, you know, the Christmas bonus to get his pool, you know. Uh, Jelly of the Month Club. Yeah, absolutely. Having that that um, relative that comes in, it's... Uh, yeah, Uncle Eddie. Yeah. Um, you got... Bill Murray's uh, brother in there. I mean, classic. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, lot of great, again, a lot of great scenes. Uh, the movie... What's that? Bob Murray. Is that Bill Murray's older brother? Yeah, where where is Bill Murray's older the brother boss. in this movie? 
salesman dude. Oh. He's the one that yeah. did okay. the Jelly of the Month Club because he it. pulls him in at the end and he's, he goes, you didn't. And then he goes, yeah. And then I go, this movie sucks too. It's overrated and I what? fucking hate it. What? Every year I fight with my oh, father-in-law over this movie because he's obsessed with it. And I'm like, knock it off. It's like that stupid movie where they say, oh, you'll shoot your eye out. That song, that movie. If I got to see it one what? more freaking time. Get, get ready for that. Too. God damn it, Jared. I, I, I think that it's the greatest Christmas movie of all Hold time. On. I think it, 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 again, it, it, it hits on all cylinders. It it's hilarious. It's got a good Christmas theme to it. You get to follow the advent calendar. Yes. Um, you get the classic Griswolds. You get yes. the annoying family members over for Christmas that stay there way too long. Um, you, you, I, I can't believe Andy. You're like the Clark, Clark Griswold of your home. I don't know why you. you know, I don't know because Cl- Clark close to home. That's probably why. Clark wants like attic. a good Christmas though. Clark wants to like it to be perfect. Good old fashioned family you know what, Christmas. Exactly. Old fashioned family Christmas when they have kids, and then when they try to pull it off, they realize it's a piece of shit. All right, it's a <laughs> fantasy. It's a Norman Rockwell fantasy. It doesn't exist. There's that miracle. There's that Christmas spirit. Wow, it's two more and weeks to go until the hell joy. is over. Well, I'm just gonna break the news now. That was my number one choice. So, um, that's not necessarily that's okay. true. What? I, well, my time, Eric. Up. That just means you have really good taste. Yes, that I do. We'll move on to Jared for his number two. Number two again, or no, Hold this. Up. This is your first number two. This is your this is your first number two. Are we talking about Wix number two? <laughs> <laughs> that came out a lot faster than Jared's. Well, my, my, my number two was Eric's number one. <laughs> and, and, and Jared's, Jared's number, number three was, Jared's number number three was number the, my number one. I'm going with uh, 1989's Ernest Saves Christmas. Oh, That was on my list. Well, Not surprised by that one. Andy, Andy, where was it on your list then? It was going to be number one. Oh. I have extras. I got extras. Jared's just selling, stealing everybody's number one, except for Eric's, because I stole that one. Ernest Saves Christmas, classic. I'm sure it was on his great, list. Great, great movie. So what was the plot of that yeah. one? I mean, it's an Ernest Christmas plot. was in danger, and you needed to get Santa Claus I thought he was back. I thought I remember the reindeer. Yeah, Ernest was going to be Santa's apprentice. I thought I don't remember. And then Santa got did Santa get arrested in that? Yeah, wasn't Santa in jail? The reindeer was in jail. Yeah. Or something? Oh, the pound. Yeah, I the thought they were dogs like in the pound or something. Or, wait, no, that's the claim. while. One. <laughs> they thought they were dogs. The heat might. <laughs> Sorry, oh muddy in the waters here. Oh God, I missed the heat. Oh. Mr. <laughs> different movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fair, fair. Okay. Wait, Andy, um, this is your number one, and you don't remember the plot of it. I just remember loving it. I remember loving it. Ernest comes in, he saves Christmas. <laughs> That's all you need to know. That's all I needed to know. All right, I love this. All you need. I bet he said that. Caitlin's probably like, "Do you remember when our first date was?" And he's like, "All I remember was loving it." <laughs> I just had, had a great, great time. A <laughs> uh, like, oh, gay man really gave me his sweet. phone number at our first date. I spilled a whole glass of water on her. I mean, it was a solid evening. Solid evening at Applebee's. So the food was awful too. So yeah. <laughs> you brought her to Applebee's? 
on a first date, Andy. That is like is to you. That's like bringing you to a Thank five you. star that's restaurant. You're so fancy. <laughs> yeah, yeah dude, bro, Applebee's. you food maybe you would only take me to Blimpies. <laughs> you were driving to Old Country Buffet, but you realized they had been shut down by the Board of Health. You're like, oh, Applebee's. That's where I was going to take you the whole time. Applebee's. You know, it's, it's that gamble. Is your food going to come out cold or cooked? You never know. You don't know. OCB didn't get shut down until like a couple years ago. I feel like OCB got shut down oh. a couple times, Jared. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I don't think this is the first go around. It's not the first. I know it's all you eat bu- buffet, but you can't leave the food it's out right. there all day. <laughs> and you must wear hair nets and stop sneezing into the food. Oh, RIP OCB. All right. I'm going to give you a number two. And ODB. Might be a shocker. It's not a classic. Most of you probably haven't even seen it, but I watched it last night. Um, I watch it every year. I love it. Um, It's 2005 Just Friends starring Ryan Reynolds, Amy Smart, Anna Ferris. I hate that movie. Um, Kate loves it. (laughs) Oh, I fucking hate it. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Ryan Reynolds' worst movie. Oh, God. Wow. No, no. It's good. Oh, it's awful. hilarious. I, uh, the, guess what? I've seen never seen this. <laughs> you should have picked Anna Faris. Premise is essentially the whole time. that. Yeah, so it's it's 1995, and uh, they're graduating high school. Ryan Reynolds is kind of like this chubby cheerleader, but he has a crush on his best friend, um, who is played by Amy she's Smart, the head cheerleader, and he decides nice. finally. Yeah, she's a head cheerleader. Finally decides that he's going to tell her that how he feels about her um, in her yearbook at her like, you know, end of the year party or whatever. Turns out he gets there and it's a bigger party than he thought. He thought it was going to be a couple of friends and he goes up to sign her yearbook and he accidentally gives it to someone else and they go read it out in front of everybody, embarrass them, laugh at them. And he's, he takes off. And then the movie jumps 10 years later. He's a skinny like record mogul in yeah in in LA and he is told by his boss that he needs to go find this next new talent that is he wants he wants her him to go get the record under their record label and that's um Anna Ferris who plays like a Britney Spears type mm-hmm. Oh this sounds like a movie that so I he love. goes Yeah yeah he go he goes to get her and um, they plan on going on a trip, but accidentally she like burns something in a microwave in the plane and they have to land and they ended up landing in Jersey where he's from. And so he has to go stay with his parents for a couple nights because they got grounded there. And then he runs back into his old flame and he basically tries to figure out a way to win her no, back. He wants to have sex with her. That's his main now. goal is to try to have sex with her. No, he has a but chance. Like every and he Hallmark doesn't. movie. They end up falling in love. I'm shocked they didn't throw an inn in there or a church that was getting ready to burn down. You know, something where they had to save it because the big corporate that, guy came That'd in. be pretty dope. And he, like, he's a big womanizer and it's like, and yeah, he can't do anything right. It's it's just awful. It's just got awful. Sounds good. Andy, first of all, he doesn't have sex with anybody in the movie, so stop calling he him. He is. He absolutely is a womanizer. Wow. No, he's not. Uh, this movie oh, sounds great. The movie, Andy? People watches uh, the movie every white Christmas. Male, Andy. You okay. can't say that that's... He, they, they imply that he has he has had sexual relations, relations with a lot of women. He even implies that he only got to you know, flirt with them real quick and 
you know, this and that. And then they even imply that he had sex with Anna Ferris before and she's You've crazy. Gone real deep into the lore of this Caitlin one, has huh? watched yeah, this yeah. movie literally like 200 times. <laughs> it comes up every Christmas. It's on her list of movies to watch at Christmas and it drives me nuts. I'm like, rightfully so. So, Caitlin, yeah, thank you. Got, I know you agree with me. Yeah, Caitlin's got really good taste in like TV shows and movies. So, I, I, I think, uh, I think I dig this. I'll have to check it out. Awful movie. Definitely check it out. Um, all right, going over to the number one selection, and that will start with. Oh no, we're doing runners up. Okay, runners up, starting with Jared. Just one single runner up. Didn't make your list. Honorable mention. Well, actually, I didn't do my number two. Oh, oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> And he's number two. I number two. You were complaining so much about our number twos yeah. that I was I <laughs> it's forgot. An actual good one till the end. Like all Christmas movies, the freaking hero. He's cutting stuff. He's he's nasty. He's awful. And then he gets a heart, and it always depresses me. But this one does a good job of it. 1988's Scrooged. Yep. Wants to give his brother towels. And when the Think, oh, he got me a VCR. I love how he's like, I'm going to fire that assistant. I said monogram towels. I'm like, That's my man. Andy, I, I feel like you cut down some great movies to pick Jug Band and Scrooge. Yeah. I'm just, just calling it out there. Scrooge yeah. is a phenomenal the, uh, Christmas movie. It's a, it's a pretty good one. I mean, it's it's an average Christmas movie. It's, it's. I would say it's a Christmas movie. Yes, that was one of the ones we used to all get together and watch those at Tim's. That's true. Classic. I agree. It's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas That's movie. As far as I'll go, it's an amazing Christmas <laughs> yeah. movie. Okay. Mm, I think. Way is better. this another the flubber? This Christmas is a flubber movies. incident. <laughs> this is a flubber. <laughs> yeah, are you flubbing this, Let's dude? Let's get a poll going. I want to know I, who didn't like Scrooge. Well, who listens to this? Podcast. Oh, I think I'm gonna go ahead and say. You you've already called this out for other other actors. This is Bill Bill Murray at his worst. Uh, yeah, I mean, thank you, Eric. Like he's done hundred percent. I feel like he's worst. Done. Name one. I mean Stripes. No, Stripes is a good movie. Um, oh geez, uh, what's that Broken Flower one or whatever he did? Um, that weird Broken Flowers. Yeah, that one was terrible. I didn't see that one. <laughs> it was right. awful. You might be right on that. Still. A lot of his movies are better than this one, right? I mean, this is still a banger of a movie. I think it's a great one. Okay. He wants... 80s Bill Murray, this is a banger. He wants to freaking staple the freaking antlers on the mice's head instead of using glue because they won't stand with the glue. It's classic. I mean, it's so good. <laughs> and they're like, you can't do that. He's like, just... I think this, this says way more about you than it does about Bill Murray. <laughs> I think Bill Murray would agree. This is it. It's well, like Christmas, but with Garfield is another lives. terrible movie he did. That's true. Yeah. That bit in Zombieland. But again, I'm going with I'm going with eighty. You can't like say like, okay, he did a bad movie last year. We're talking about eighty. I mean eighties he was on fire. He was Bill bound Murray. to out of all his eighties movies, this is the bottom but of the This barrel. was this was his low this point. His low point in the eighties. But I mean it's nineteen eighty eight. You know, I mean he hit his low point. He's, he's getting yeah. He, and no one would criticize us if you hadn't criticized all of our picks I mean, so I hate far. Christmas yeah. movies. Yeah, Hoping not, to listen to this podcast. It's not a bad movie, but it's... Not a, it's bad because Andy <laughs> likes it and he's being a jerk. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> he's being Scrooged. <laughs> yes. 
Groundhog Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is a good movie though too. It is a really good one. I would have picked that one if it was around Christmas time. But it's about a different it's holiday. Day. <laughs> it's not. As Bill would say, it's not. It's not. not. <laughs> All right, Jared, go ahead. Give us your honorable mention. Honorable mention going with 1984's Gremlins. Nice. I was wondering if that was going to be brought up. That was my number one, so. Going for well, my really? number one. Yeah. I freaking love Gremlins. It's <laughs> yeah. such a good movie. Yeah. Wait a minute. I, yeah, wait, your number one I thought was Ernest uh, Saves Scared Christmas. Stupid, yep. So then I have backups Is- for my number one. And then wait, Scared Stupid was- uh, I'm not Scared Stupid. Ernest uh, Saves Christmas, and then Jared took yeah. that, so then I had to bump up yeah. Gremlins. <laughs> Oh wait, we could put another one in for our number one. Yeah, you, somebody already took you it. Still oh. had to pick something. You had to pick a bunch of stuff. Oh. Now I'm going for the okay. third choice for number one. <laughs> yeah, wait, should we do yeah. honorable mentions? If we're, I didn't think we were doing our uh, backup number ones. That's what these are. Oh. All right, so we got Jared's honorable mention. My honorable mention, same spirit, going horror, and that's Black Christmas, 1974. Never saw nice. I never saw it either, but I heard it's really good. It's one It's one of the first that has like the uh, point of view from the killer. So there's a great like strangulation scene in the very first scene where it's point of view from like the killer's hands. And it's like, it just, uh, I think there's a lot of originality to it and it's, uh, it's kind of a dark and creepy. And I think they like, I think they reused a lot of the kind of um, bits and pieces of that film to like make a lot of horror movies later. Like, Crazy voice on the phone, uh, things like that. So um, this is actually going to be done um, on uh, the Real Thrills podcast uh, this week. So we'll be talking a little bit more in depth about Black Christmas. But um, yeah, it's a great it's a great watch. 1974. They did a lot of remakes, but go back to 1974. Watch the OG. It's a great film. Got to check that out. I have no honorable mentions because people keep mentioning my pick. Scrooge right, was, was going to be an honorable mention, <laughs> but you know, people keep grabbing shit. All right. My uh, honorable mention is, uh, we've already had a discussion about it, but it is 1990s Home Alone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it, there's, there's stuff that is a little iffy in it. It's not as fun. Like when Fuller, what's the bed? Yeah. Yeah. There's actually, okay, so going back to our music uh, portion of it, there is a band called The Home Alones, and they pretty much have just songs about the movie Home Alone, and one of them is uh, Fuller, Easy on the Pepsi. <laughs> it's, it is a banger. It is a banger. That should have been on my honorable mentions for uh, Christmas songs, so. Uh, but, I mean, we, we all know this song. Uh, we all know this movie. <laughs> it is wicked good. Um, I... Maintain that it's better than uh, Home Alone 2. It's debatable. It's debatable. Um, but there's a very good story arc. And um, probably what makes it better than Home Alone 2 is it has John Candy in it. So that's a win right there. If there was more John Candy in it, it would have been a better movie. True, 100%. You're right about that. But it has John Candy, so... Fair point. 
Buzz, your girlfriend, woof. Woof. True. Great scene. And a, and a tarantula. Some, yep. uh, some uh, good stuff in there. And outside of Chicago. Fricka, 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 fricka. <laughs> okay. Um, we're going to go to number ones. I guess uh, I'm kicking off number ones. And I don't have one because Bill stole it. It was National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Nice. I uh, believe it was 25,000 Italian and Portage Twinkle Lights. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, where's the Tylenol? Yeah. Uh, again, great film. I, uh, I, I, we went to a Get Up Kids show in Portsmouth uh, a couple years ago when they did a reunion tour and uh, got there and it's like, Everyone there looked like they were like well into their forties, and I was like, "Yeah, this is like the new like when all these bands have reunions. Like, this is the crowd that comes in." Nothing and wrong as with everyone that. Was getting in there, yeah. When everyone was getting in there and taking off their coats and stuff, it reminded me of the scene when when the parents come early on and everyone's t- <laughs> talking about their health problems. So I, the only thing I think of is, "Doctor took a pint of fluid out of my lower back. I got hemorrhoids." It just reminded me of like that scene when all these people were in there taking so. Um, yeah, just wanted to call that out. I think that's a great, that's great part. Really so. good. <laughs> All right. I guess, uh, bouncing it over to Andy for your, what I assume is number one, but could have been number nine and you had to move it. So what yeah, do you I had to move a lot of stuff around cause I assumed there would be some overlap, not as much. Um, so my, my true number one was Ernest saves Christmas. My number two pick was actually going to be, <sighs> actually gonna be gremlins i had to move stuff around because scrooge was gonna be my uh you know honorable mention but i had backups because these are some movies that i like and so moving up to number one is how the grinch stole christmas the 1966 version yes correct not the jim carrey terrible version not that the other cartoon that came out recently was bad what but i'm talking okay okay compare Jim yeah, Carrey was compared just in a terrible the script. The script was terrible for the movie Jim Carrey was in. Yeah. Terrible script. Yeah, Jim Carrey Jim did Carrey a great did job as a Grinch. Yeah. The movie sucked around The it. script was just shit. He he was a perfect Grinch, but no. That's and it had the it had the dad from Arrested Development. Too, yeah, right? and it was just, it was yeah. terrible. It was terrible. But this is the good. Jeffrey Tamper. How the Grinch yes, stole Christmas, you, 1966. Better check the outgoing. <laughs> <laughs> All the Who's in Whoville. Odd. Classic. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And it's what, like a 20 minute, 20 minute film? Like it's. it's yeah, awesome. moves fast. Yeah, it's great. I have it on vinyl. They, they play the old storybook with it. It's really cool. Awesome. Yeah. One side yeah, is just the whole story, the other side is just the music. It's great. Classic. I got a question. Basically, now. all your picks are about hating Christmas, Andy. I uh, got a question because That's if so much on the Grinch, yeah. If the, if the Grinch people, if the Grinch is acceptable, is uh, the Garfield Garfield Christmas special acceptable too? Of course, that's a really good one. <laughs> when they light the tree and everyone's lips extend like four inches. That's <laughs> <laughs> best, best scene I watched. I watched that just for that. Hell scene. yeah! Same. Well, if if that's an option, then is the Festivus episode of Seinfeld an option? Yeah, I mean it's sure. the same it's the same time frame, right? 
It's like strikes over. <laughs> I'm going back to work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Grinch, got it. Love it. Great pick. Moving over to Bill. Okay, so my number one, of course, was Muppets Christmas Carol because it is the greatest Christmas movie of all time. But I had an honorable mention that I want to throw in here. I'll put it as my number one. Um, A Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, God. I didn't realize you were a goth kid. (laughs) I like those two. Uh, You didn't? (laughs) I'm the smiliest goth person ever. (laughs) It's a great movie. It's a a good movie. It is a good movie. Okay, it's a good movie. Never saw it. I like yeah, it. Right? I like the oh. movie. It's just I hate how uh, do you, it's just oh, it's everywhere. Goth kid. Do you do you like the soundtrack too? Oh, yeah. I mean, this is this is the other thing about a really good Christmas movie has to have a really good soundtrack. Home Alone, awesome soundtrack. Uh, Muppets Christmas Carol, the best soundtrack. Uh, Charlie Brown Christmas, great soundtrack. Uh, a Nightmare Before Christmas. Amazing soundtrack. I kind of think like, of the Nightmare just, Before Christmas as more of a Halloween movie, though, because it starts out about Halloween and then it ends with him yeah. really coming up with ideas for Halloween. And I feel like Christmas is more just, you know, a side plot. No, it's like no, it's like seventy percent Christmas. I mean, thirty percent. Andy, Halloween. do you want some toilet paper while you keep shitting on everyone's no, like picks? Or for Christmas, I'm just saying it's you know. Well, well, why is it like, holiday. hey, I got I got some ideas from Christmas, but here's our next Halloween. That's not the name of the fucking title of the movie. Okay. <laughs> not my fault. You're such a goth kid. Jesus Christ. I need you to just fucking go in the corner and start writing poetry. And fucking talking about Jack Skellington. I, I definitely did win um, Power Emo, though, so <laughs> you kind of know this, True. dude. <laughs> I mean, for all I care, you can go slam your dick in a Goosebumps book. I don't care. <laughs> done and done. <laughs> Say cheese and die again. <laughs> um, And ending up with Jared. Right? For my go number order? one. Yeah, no, it's Jared. I'm going with a Christmas story. Yes! You'll shoot your eye out! <laughs> yeah. <And> Bumpuses. Bumpuses. <laughs> Fragile. Um, the only good part about that movie is the ending. Oh my God. In, the, in the Asian restaurant. It's so good. It's smiling at me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Chop. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I actually don't like that movie either. What? Um, I under. I, I understand why it's a classic. Um, I I don't know. It just I, I guess like I've watched it enough times where it's just like it's peaked for me. Like I can't watch no, it again. The, I mean, like, four the hours of it. of it, it just killed it. That's that's the beauty of it. Oh no, I disagree hardcore. I that. You just have it there, and yeah. you probably don't. I mean, I could have sat there and watched it four times in a row if I wanted to back in the day, but I just you end up watching it maybe once. Throughout the day, you, you sit down and catch a little bit here, and then catch a little bit later somewhere else. Oh, so, and, and that's a great point right there. They, it always seems like as you go to different people's homes, you're still seeing the same scene Ugh. on the TV. <laughs> and there. also, another oh, one of my traditions, especially back in the day, was I would have that on the TV. I'd put it on mute 
And then I'd be listening to Adam and his package, what we do on Christmas <laughs> on repeat and rapping, you need rapping gifts. You can already hear it. And yeah. Drinking eggnog, having a wicked good time. I, I honestly thought you were going to say one of your Christmas traditions was to go around and beat up bully redheads. <laughs> like in the movie, just pound him, <laughs> pound him into the snow. One of my Christmas traditions, I go around, I find a bully Marcus. who's redheaded and I just beat him up. <laughs> Scott Farkas. Who's the toad one? Toady one? Oh, um, that's a great question. I have to watch the movie again. <laughs> yeah. Can't put my arms down. Yeah. I mean, it's a good, it's a good like period piece coming of age tale kind of thing. So, I mean, it's got all the right elements to it. I just, I don't know. Uh, it's probably just cause it's overplayed. I mean, that's, I've probably just seen it too many times. That's or part of the beauty of it though. Of I mean, it. I could do 24 of hours of the Muppets Christmas Carol, but. Hell yeah. Okay. Hard agree on that. <laughs> Not this. I just See, I feel like that's more niche. Uh, are you calling us niche? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> well How dare you? Everybody loves musical theater, right? So no, maybe not. Yeah. Well, right, by my jazz hands, they both say no. <laughs> Apparently everyone hates Rizzo the rat for some freaking reason. Posers. Exactly. A bunch of posers. <laughs> Christmas posers. Wow. I hated Christmas before it was trendy. <laughs> well, I think uh, probably a good time for us to end it there. Keep the podcast from being like four hours long. Um, hopefully we've given you some ideas of some films to watch, some songs to listen to. Hopefully they'll be part of your new routine and tradition for Christmas. Um you don't celebrate Christmas, that's okay too. We appreciate you listening. Hopefully this didn't bore you to tears. Um, but we wanted to say uh, we'll hopefully catch you uh, with another episode right at New Year's. Um, I think we're doing like a maybe a resolutions episode, something like that. Um, can't remember. It's on the calendar somewhere. We'll check it out. Could I just add but, one uh, thing? Yeah, yeah, please. Yeah, uh, if, if you jump on the gram and uh, just tell us what... Uh, what movies are your favorites? Uh, who out of the PCB boys knocked it out of the park and has the best Christmas joyous occasion uh, going on? What party do you want to go to watching them movies, listening to them songs? And if we miss stuff, I mean, there, there's quite a few of those movies, I think. Uh, may, maybe we missed. Maybe some of the songs that you're like, hey, you forgot about Mariah Carey. That's fine. And Andy, I don't know if we forgot about her. I think we omitted her on purpose. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Does that count as a Christmas song, technically? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oops. Talking about Always Be My Baby? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> talking about Jesus. <laughs> Honey, right? Yeah. Also talking about Jesus. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, we appreciate the time. Uh, see you next year. Happy holidays. Right. Oh, wow. Happy holidays, everyone. Take care. Bye. Bye.